Hey, it's Bill from the Pennsylvania Rock Show. You're tuned in to Three Questions and a Song, where I ask three questions of an artist, and we learn about and hear one of their songs, and then uh, they get to ask the next guest a question. It's as simple as that. With me tonight is Derek Davis from Babylon AD and uh, his solo project. What's up, Derek? How you doing, man? I'm doing well. I um, just spent, spent the weekend in New Jersey and New York. <laughs> So I'm, I'm a little off today. And uh, you're you're out in California. Is that where you are normally? Is that your home base? Yeah, uh, out, out, in the, out in the Bay Area around Oakland, California. Okay. So as I was telling you off the air, it's three questions, two from me, one from last, last episode's artist who was uh, Mike Martin from The Crowning. And I'm going to shake things up a little bit. I'm going to... Let him ask his question first. All right, Derek, tell me how your writing process has evolved over the years from your early days with Babylon AD to now with your solo project. Uh, well, I think my writing process is a little bit more personal. Uh, most of the songs I write, the lyrical content, I think, is about 100% better than it was back then. You know, back then uh, I was writing about, you know, fast cars and girls and Hollywood strip and things like that. And now most of my songs are kind of story, I'm more like a storyteller. Um, you know, I think I've just evolved in that way. And I write a lot more songs by myself now. In the old days, I used to co-write a lot. I write a few songs by myself and then co-write a lot. But, uh, now it's, I'd say about 90% of everything. I just, uh, it, it's, it's all me, 100% authentic, just, just me writing and playing all the instruments. So I, I was listening to Mississippi Mud as you called in. Um, and, and we'll get to that in a moment. Um, my, my second question for you is, have you ever had a really embarrassing moment on stage that you wouldn't mind sharing with, with the fans? Uh, and I've had quite a lot of embarrassing moments. <laughs> uh, one time I had slid off the stage and flew in the audience, and I actually thought the audience would catch me, but they jumped out of the way and I hit the ground. Oh. Actually, I landed on people and broke her arm oh. and hit the ground at the same time. That was pretty embarrassing. Another time, I slid off the stage, and, and that was the first one I was going to tell you. The, the audience just kind of jumped out of the way, and I hit the floor. Um, another time, I got sick, and I, I threw up while I was singing, so that was pretty embarrassing. Oh. But, uh, yeah, I've had some embarrassing moments. You, you didn't, like, projectile into the crowd, did you? <laughs> no. I didn't. I kind of jumped behind there was a piano on stage, and I kind of jumped behind the piano. I was throwing up. There's a few people seeing me, but not too many. <laughs> Some people went home with the good story. <laughs> yeah. So I, I thrown everything out of order here. Um, why don't you tell me about your song that we're going to hear tonight, Mississippi Mud? Is there a, an interesting story about it, or or is there a you said you're a storyteller, so maybe you can give us a little insight on what the story is behind this one. Uh, well, the story behind this one is um, I wrote this quite a few years ago when I first started playing slide guitar. I picked up a silver tone um, arch top guitar and I put a DR Mont pickup on it, and I was playing through a uh, through a Fender um, uh, Blues Deville amp, and I just it just sounded really swampy and muddy, and I had this really fat sound and the first thing that popped in my head was like it sounded muddy but Mississippi kind of Leonard Skinnerty, you know and so I started playing the riff and pretty soon it, it turned into a full-blown song you know and the song was more like a 
it's kind of like jukebox hero by the by by foreigner. The same type of like of like a young guy finds the blues down by like the Mississippi Delta, you know, and uh, it just uh, changes his life around the way that uh, you know he just immerses himself in music. Kind of, it was kind of like my story when I first started music, you know, a little a little bit of a biop there at the same time, but you know, with a with a bluesy Leonard Skinner, the Allman Brothers type of riff to it, you know. So that's that's what that song's really about. Very cool. So we're gonna take a moment and listen to Mississippi Mud off of Resonator Blues by Derek Davis. And we'll be back with one more question for him, and then he's gonna ask a question of the next guest two weeks from now.
Okay, that was Mississippi Mud by Derek Davis. Um, before I forget, Derek, where where can people pick up a copy of of your album Resonate or Blues? Well, they could they could pick up a copy of, of it anywhere. It's, at, it's on iTunes, go, Google, uh, Amazon, or they can go to my website DerekDavisMusic.com. Uh, it, it's worldwide everywhere. If they want a hardcover, they can go to Paris Records dot com or they can go to cdbaby.com or heck it's even in uh it's even in uh, kmart right now so you can you can basically just plug in the, the word resonated blues Derek davis and, and they'd be able to pick it up anywhere they want you know cool okay right, so i don't talk to many artists that have been signed so this question is going to be an important one <laughs> being having been signed to arista and and frontier frontiers what kind of advice would you give to an artist that's starting today whose goal was to end up being signed? And I know the, the, uh, scene, the, the music business has changed, but if someone was headed in that direction, that's what they wanted. What advice would you give them? Well, you know, it's, it's a lot different. Like, uh, I could have, I could have went and got a signed deal on this album, you know, but I really didn't want to do that because I wanted to keep a hundred percent of everything. When you're a signed artist, you give up a lot. You give up create. You give up uh, part of your creativity. You give up uh, uh, a lot of your vision. You know, somebody else is kind of taking it over a little bit. Uh, so you got to say to yourself, do you want somebody else, you know, mucking up what you maybe created and spent a year in the studio recording? Uh, on the other hand, if you don't have any money or any backing, you might you'll need a record company to help you uh, distribute everything. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, Although it is a lot easier to do it yourself nowadays than it used to be, you know, uh, just with, with uh, places like, uh, you know, iTunes and CD Baby and stuff like that. You can pretty much almost reach anywhere in the world now on your own. But you've got to, you know, if you're going to do it on your own, you better find a good publicist or a marketing person or, you know, make a lot of videos and stuff and really try to promote it. Because and, if you just throw it out there, you know, it's, it's not going to go anywhere. And, and find, company, a, find a Michael Stover you know, really out there. So <laughs> yeah. Um, so what question would you have for my next artist? It'd be anything. What, well, I'm sorry. Oh, what question for the next artist? Yep. Who's the next artist? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> see, see, here's, here's, here's the purpose of this. I'll explain it. Um, so the idea is to try and build the audience and have them come back. So when you ask your question, the people that are listening to your show are going to listen to the next one to see what the answer is to your question. Right. Well, uh, let's see. Uh, how long does it usually take you to uh, write and record a song? Cool. And see, now you have to listen, too, to see what the answer is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, well, thank you very much for, for taking time out of, out of your day for me, Derek. Okay, man. Cool. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. And uh, this has been episode number 12 of Three Questions in a Song. Check us out at podcastyourscene.com or buildthescene.com. My name is Bill, and we'll catch you on the next show. All right. Sounds great, man. Thank you very much.